1: live by live has all of your favorite music and you can listen for free whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station you'll find the music you love on live by live visit livexlive.com or search livexlive in the app store or google play and listen for free now
0: if you'd like to make your nfl games a little more interesting you've come to the right place it's the even money podcast with ross tucker and steve bezik Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas, it is the Even Money Podcast. We are year-round because we want to give you the edge when you're placing your bets. We want to educate you, and we want to continue to improve all of our knowledge bases when it comes to betting on sports in general and the NFL in particular. When I say we, I mainly mean him, Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of Professional Football Gambling. It is called the Westgate Super Contest. It's called the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. Check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports, and only at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter and Instagram, and Facebook is facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL if you ever want to reach out. You can also, of course, always just email me over at Ross Tucker. Dot com. We're presented by BetOnline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast with the best odds and the fastest payouts. Steve, before we get into today's subject, which I'm very fired up about, it's your NFL top 10 rankings, which I'm going to attempt to pick apart. Very excited about that. I did want to just get your opinion on a couple things. So, you know, last night the news comes out. We're recording this on a Friday this week, which we don't usually do, typically Wednesday. We're doing it on a Friday. You were traveling. That's cool. So, last night the news comes out that Jameis Winston will be suspended for the first three games of the NFL season. What did that do? I forget which company it was that put out lines for every week, but what did that do to the lines for the Bucks' first three games?
1: Yeah, they immediately – Get got pulled off the board, no more wagering on them, and you know there's always the concern here comes the appeal of the suspension and what's going to be the bottom line result from all of it, and the sports books would rather not take the risk, so uh it went ahead and got pulled off the board
0: okay, so they're not it's not like they changed the line, they just pulled it you know
1: one place did change the line, Cantor gaming moved it to nine. So they went ahead and made a two-point adjustment for that change, and everyone else just took it off the board.
0: What about their season win total? Is a three-game suspension enough to change that a half a game?
1: It's enough to change it not quite half a game but close to it, and because of that, we saw their season win for Tampa Bay was 6.5, and, and there was a little big on the over, and now the under is favored, where if you want to play under, you have to pay more than minus $8.10. So it looks like a proper adjustment.
0: Right. So they didn't change the number. They just changed the VIG a little bit.
1: Yes. And I think that it's not just the suspension as much that I worry about. It's how is he going to react to the suspension and the whole issue of um, the chemistry of the team. Although i got to ask you, Ross, it, I thought this was old news as far as the um, inappropriate behavior with the Uber driver, and it sure seems like this is a long time after the fact.
0: I never understand it, Steve. I, I, I don't know what takes so long in these investigations. I think that the NFL like waits until the, the law enforcement, the legal process, does all or most of their work, and then I think they come in after the fact. Yeah, I think their hope is to have all the legal documents and what the law enforcement had to have it in their hand when they do their investigation. Then, So I think that's so I think, that as we all know, the laws of justice in our society are slow. And so I think they wait till that so that they have all the reports. They have the statement from the Uber driver. They have Jameis Winston and Ronald Darby statements so that they know what they want to ask and what they're thinking and. I think that that might be what it is. You know what's interesting about him, by the way, Steve? I, and I don't know what your opinion is. I know you typically have a strong opinion on quarterbacks. I was looking, and his numbers are a little bit better um, You know, each of his three years, right? So his his quarterback rating has gone up all three years. But what I think is so interesting about it is specifically – like, so, okay, so his quarterback rating has gone up a little bit each year. But last year, he didn't have a game where he had between 92 and 112 quarterback rating. That's a 20 point swing. So he's either below 92, including a 69.2, a 68.4, a 59.5, a 49.2, or he's above 112 including like a 130 or a 131, he is like a feast or famine guy. Like he is wildly inconsistent. And I just feel like over time, Steve, those are the guys that they'll always have a starting job somewhere because not many guys can play as well as they do. But their team will always be mediocre because he's going to have too many games where he doesn't really give you a chance to win.
1: Yeah, and what it also says to me is that here's a serviceable quarterback that when you have the lead is perfectly fine when you've got that um, defense is on their Heels does not know when you're going to pass, but if the defense knows you're going to pass, they can stop you.
0: Then the other thing I wanted to ask you about, and actually before I even ask you about the, other, the, the, the NBA draft from last night, I do want to mention BetQL. Because we are loving this thing. It's so cool because it's free. And you download the app on your phone. And it allows you to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. The injury info, the line movement the public betting trends. You can easily track all of your action live with the, my picks feature, which is very cool. We like this thing enough that we're going to have the founder of BetQL come on as a guest next week to just go over how it works and the trends and stuff that we can all try to, you know, learn from and take advantage of their algorithm to try to get some more value bets moving forward. Um, You can download it, BetQL, for free on your Apple or Android device or head to um, BetQL.co. So BetQL.co to download the only app you need to outsmart Vegas in the sportsbooks. BetQL.co. It's the same guys that bring you RotoQL, the Daily Fantasy lineup optimizer that like 100,000 plus guys have. Um, You can download RotoQL for free for both Apple and Android. So that's pretty cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that guest next week. Uh, question, Steve. Last night, NBA draft, were there any good bets that you made or people could have made ahead of time? And is there any line movement or anything after the fact as a result of NBA drafts?
1: No line moves after the fact in terms of the future's odds. I am regretting. I did not bet the WNBA draft, which does not mean it's not very beatable. It's just there's a limited number of hours in the year, and what are you going to focus on? But uh, Grayson Allen from Duke, uh, the money poured in on him to be selected in the first round, and then Utah Jazz taking, what, number 21? And my first reaction when I heard that was, of course they did. Seems like a good fit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say that, Steve?
1: I think that Utah is a perfect place for a young man that's had a little bit of a truculent um, reputation in terms of sportsmanship and the like. I think that he'll get along well with his teammates and won't get into any trouble. How much trouble can you get into in Salt Lake?
0: <laughs> well, his trouble's been on the field, not I mean on the court, not off of it, which is which is really interesting. Um, All right, so let's get to your top 10, which I'm I'm intrigued by, very intrigued by. Now, let's start with your criteria, Steve. Now, is this your, your power rankings as of June 22nd? Is this, you know, for betting purposes, just how you'd be more in favor of these teams? In other words, there might be a team that you think is better, but when it actually comes down to making bets, you feel stronger about another team.
1: These are my power ratings as of what I expect how good these teams will be week one in the NFL. So they don't necessarily reflect which team I think is going to have the best overall season. It's where I think these teams will be to start the NFL season.
0: All right. Well, let's start at the top and work down. Let's start. Let's work backwards, I should say. So let's start with number 10, the San Francisco 49ers. Wow. Steve. You are you are really drinking the Kool-Aid on these guys, huh?
1: It's no secret that I absolutely love Jimmy G. I've got a man crush on him. He has never lost an NFL game that he has started. I'm a little concerned, Ross, that perhaps when I looked at their schedule and those wins over playoff teams, Tennessee, Jacksonville, and most importantly the Rams where the Rams mailed it in at the end of the year, that I might have bumped San Francisco a little bit higher. My number 11 team was the Chargers. Did I make a mistake, Ross, going with the wrong California team for number 10?
0: Well, my concern with Garoppolo is, and and you should know this, as a guy that, that gambles as much as you do, I mean, aren't you worried about sample size here, Steve? I mean, there's such a small sample size for Garoppolo.
1: Oh, of course. And let's face it, there just aren't that many good quarterbacks in the NFL. I think what ultimately swayed me was the fact that San Francisco lost all these close games before they traded for Jimmy G. And then, of course, they had that stiff breather take over for a while, who couldn't play a lick. And the fact that their overall stats for the year were pretty mediocre. They're that of an 8-8 and team, not a 6-10 and team. That swayed me to put them in the top ten
0: it. Yeah, I think I would go Chargers over the Niners. I mean, you know, I don't know what will happen in their respective divisions and in the playoff seating, but if the Chargers – and I won't do my power rankings until, you know, the week before the NFL season starts on the Ross Tucker football podcast on a Tuesday, but I think if the Chargers played the Niners seven times, neutral site, you know, my backyard, Wichita, Kansas, whatever – I guess that would be kind of silly. They could probably just meet in like Santa Barbara or something. But um I, I I just feel I feel like the I feel like the Chargers would win. I mean, I think you're you're putting a lot of faith in Richard Sherman coming back strong from injury there. I just you look at the edge rushers and the corners for San Francisco and I just don't think defensively they're they're good enough. And then you're also putting a lot of faith in Garoppolo to be that good. And, look, you can argue either way, right? Because last year you could say, well, he didn't even have a full offseason in Kyle Shanahan's offense and played that well. So now that he gets the whole offseason and training camp, he'll be even better. Or you can say, well, now defenses are really going to gear up for how, how Garoppolo, how Kyle Shanahan wants to use Garoppolo. So that, those arguments can always go both ways, you know?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, as far as a neutral site that they can play in, they could just play in the Chargers home stadium for all it really matters. I don't know. Maybe they have a one-point home field advantage, right?
0: So sad. It's so, it's so sad. Number nine, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can see that. I don't have a, a real complaint there. I just think that that's a really interesting division where – I I would I'll take Jacksonville, I think, to win the division, but really on the strength of their lines up front, you know, and their defense. But I wouldn't I really wouldn't be shocked if any team in that AFC South ended up winning the division. Like if Lux healthy and comes back Deshaun Watson healthy and and comes back and plays really well. And then obviously Jacksonville and Tennessee after they both made, you know, if they both won playoff games last year.
1: Yeah, and Jacksonville was playing at such a high level. They really could have made the Super Bowl, and I was going to put them higher, but what ultimately landed them number nine, two factors, regression to the mean, when a 3-13 and 13 team suddenly jumps to 10-6, and six, so often there's a fallback. They can't maintain it. And in terms of red zone touchdown percentage, this is a shocking stat. Jacksonville was number one in the league. 69% of the time when they got into the red zone, They got in the end zone with Blake Bortles. That is unsustainable, and I think that they um, fall back to more like a top, barely make the top ten team instead of a contender.
0: Got it. Okay, Uh, number eight, you have the Green Bay Packers, uh, which I can see, obviously, they have Aaron Rodgers. They still have some weapons at receiver, uh, a good old line. They brought in some tight ends and Jimmy Graham and Mercedes Lewis. Defensively, they're going to try to get whatever they can out of Mo Wilkerson. And then they got a lot of young guys in the secondary. i got to tell you, I, I think they could be – I think you have them probably just about right. But I think Mike Patton is going to be a huge addition for them defensively. I thought Dom Capers was in over his head for years, to be honest with you.
1: Couldn't well make the difference. The only reason I didn't have them hire Ross, and I'm curious to hear what you think about this, is – with Aaron Rodgers, this team always wins 10 games healthy, but two broken um, collarbones in the last five years. is it going to be the same Aaron Rodgers that continues to be willing to scramble with that injury history? If not, the offense may not be as good.
0: Let's get to number seven. You've got the Atlanta Falcons. They are in a tough division. you know i I, I really think the Falcons are really good. I, I think the NFC is really good. But, I mean, you look at it, out of your top seven, you only have two AFC teams. No, I'm sorry. Out of your top eight, you only have two AFC teams, and I agree. I I think that there are six really good teams in the NFC. I'm with you. I think the Falcons are one of them. I don't really see a lot of holes. I, I, I really don't. I think the Falcons are a really good team, but I also can see why you don't have them ahead of these other teams. There is some Julio drama going on, and they weren't quite the same with Sarkeesian as they were with Shanahan. Although, Steve, I've seen some stuff where, you know, Matt Ryan's, their red zone woes and Matt Ryan's interception rate, like the tip balls and stuff, that those are not sustainable.
1: That's a great point, because they were 23rd in red zone touchdown percentage last year. Horrible for a high-powered offense under Sark. Clearly, they should be able to improve that under his second year. They got Ridley at wide receiver in the draft. That should help as well. I think Ryan had oftentimes you see this the Super Bowl slump after you lose the Super Bowl teams oftentimes the wheels come off they didn't come off hey they almost won in Philadelphia came down to the final play Atlanta at seven may well move into the top five sooner rather than later
0: number six New Orleans Saints they're t- they're clearly taking that mindset Steve when they trade next year's first round pick to move up and get Marcus Davenport you can see that that's that's the approach that they're taking, and I I I see. I think the Saints are going to be right in the mix again. Uh, you know, look, they should have beat the Vikings. We all know that they should have been in the NFC Championship game.
1: Yeah, and the offense. Drew Brees turns thirty nine. That's the only reason I didn't put them in the top five. Um, the offense was awesome last year. Obviously, Kamara is so good. They're probably not even going to miss a beat. The first couple games with Ingram suspended for four games. The defense under Dennis Allen has improved remarkably. That's really what makes them a contender. Another team that's looking to bust into the top five in September, I think.
0: Top five. Let's get to it. Uh, You've got the Pittsburgh Steelers at number five. I've said it before, Steve, and I'll say it again. I feel like we are going to look back on this decade and say, how the heck did the Steelers not, make to, not even make it to a Super Bowl? And how the heck did Aaron Rodgers not even make it to a Super Bowl either? They both did it in 2010. We're going on, what, year eight or year nine with neither one of those teams. I mean, the, the Packers had the most talented quarterback in the NFL. The Steelers have the best wide receiver, the best running back, maybe the best O-line, a top five quarterback. I mean, it's really unbelievable.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't know if I'd put Big Ben in as a top-five quarterback, but he's certainly right there. And to put things in perspective, I mean, Russell Wilson has nothing on offense and Seattle is winning nine games. How is Pittsburgh, with all these weapons, not winning 13 and 14 each and every year, but they find ways to just have really bad games against mediocre foes, you know, I'm worried. I put them in the top five. It might be more based upon fantasy firepower than past performance.
0: Do you, um, I mean, how do you grade or evaluate Tomlin as a coach then based on that?
1: I think a great motivator, a great um, team guy, and struggles in, with game management and struggles with um, adjusting when the opposing coach goes with new schemes.
0: All right, let's get to number four on your list, and it's the L.A. Rams. And I got to tell you, I'm skeptical. I, I am skeptical of the L.A. Rams. Number one, they don't really have the edge rushers, although they're going to try to you know, get all the pressure from Donald and, and Sue inside. Aaron Donald still not under contract. They keep saying forever that that's going to happen. I just feel like they got a lot of guys – On one-year deals, a lot of guys like Akib Talib and Marcus Peters and Sue that have had issues other places. That just feels to me like a highly combustible situation, Steve.
1: Yeah, things tend to combust when you have bad years. Though the um, the troublemakers tend to get along when you're winning, and you know I love McVeigh and the way that he developed golf and all those weapons on offense and the NFL is, has become a league where you win the Super Bowl with a great offense and a serviceable defense. Um, I went back and forth, and I, there's no way that I can put these other teams above the Rams right now, especially their playoff debacle against Atlanta. A lot of that was just special team gaffes, fumbled uh, punts and the like. I'm not going to dock them too much.
0: It's interesting to have – you feel that good about Jared Goff to have him and his team ahead of Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, how much of that is – Goff and how much of that is just McVeigh and the rest of the team?
1: McVeigh and the rest of the team.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Number three is a team that I think I would strongly consider for number one at this point, and it's the Minnesota Vikings. The one thing that gives me pause – is their O-line and their lack of depth. Right guard's a question mark, and they really don't have any depth right now either. And, you know, they're an injury or two away on the O-line from really having issues, and we've always seen over the years how much of a factor that can be. Although, the good news is Cousins does get rid of the ball pretty quickly. Certainly better than than Keenum was in that that result.
1: Yeah, big upgraded quarterback. I could see them becoming number one, especially because they get their rookie running back back after the ACL injury. So that, sh- that should absolutely, with Diggs and with Thielen, talk about weapons for Cousins. But pretty much all studies have shown when you have a brand-new quarterback in a system, new system, you, it takes a little while for that to gel. And under Zimmer, I can see by October and November, this being the best team in the NFL, I think I'm going to, Give it a little while for Cousins to get his feet wet. That's why they're three.
0: Uh, number two, the Philadelphia Eagles, not a lot of surprise that they're this high. I guess the only surprise would be that you have them at two rather than one.
1: And it's all about the health of of Wentz. Until I see that he's at 100%, I just simply can't make them number one. If that is indeed the case, I will certainly – To do so, they're knocking on
0: the door. Uh, Speaking of knocking on the door, Steve, we are always knocking on the door at betonline.ag. And why not? We love them. Look, if they're smart enough as a company to be the title sponsor of the Even Money podcast that you listen to, what does that tell you? It tells you that they know what they're doing. They know the best gambling podcast. They know Steve's the best guy. And they know I was up almost 40 units last year. All you have to do is use the promo code Money on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus. So even if you only bet NFL, before you forget, go to betonline.ag, use the code Even Money, put it in and put some deposit in so that when the season comes around, You've got that free money in your account. They also have live betting stuff. They've got poker casino stuff. And as Steve always points out, they usually put their football odds before every other sports book to give you guys an edge there. So don't miss out on the opportunity that you're getting right now at BetOnline.ag using promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, Steve, but yet, here they are again, number one on your list. You always, you never bet against them. You even argue a lot of times that you should bet for them more. It's the New England Patriots. They got a 41-year-old quarterback talking about retiring. They tried to trade the t- tight end. Those happen to be by far their two best players, by the way, and you still just don't care.
1: I don't care until I see the wheels come off for Brady and it might happen this year. I mean, him getting on in age um, there's been one team that the wise guys have gotten wrong forever in the NFL. And that's betting against the Patriots. And ultimately, if you watch enough football games and I watch enough of them, you will know why new England's the team you don't want to bet against. And the reason being is that they just don't make ridiculously bad calls like literally the other 31 teams in the league. Here's Tomlin, let's kick a a field goal fourth and one um, from the six-inch line. Oh, but I'll go for two. Um, I will leave it to the listeners to figure out why those two strategies are so inconsistent. Um, But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know that Belichick did cancel One of the mandatory OTAs, um, is he starting to become soft? I don't know, Russ. Might there be a change in Belichick this year?
0: I don't know. That's going to be something to keep an eye on to see if, you know, Brady being away and all that stuff ends up, you know, maybe that refuels him, re-energizes him, and he comes out and plays great. Or maybe, conversely, you know, all this drama is a negative thing. And they they do take – I mean, there's a lot of people that are predicting uh, that Brady takes a step back this year and that the Patriots take a step back this year. But I feel like a lot of people predict that a lot. So we'll see if it ends up happening. that will do it, by the way, for the Even Money podcast. Already looking forward to finding out about the algorithm and how we can do more and learn more about from the BetQL guy next week. That'll be very, very cool because the app is awesome. So I'm looking forward to your, you know, gambling 701 class next week, if you will, Steve. Sports betting 701 with the BetQL guy. That'll be awesome. Make sure you are subscribed to the show so that you actually are able to get that show next week. You don't forget, and please rate and review the show. You can always ask Steve a question, by the way. Take advantage of any of the sponsors. Just download the BetQL app or use the Bet Online thing and then forward me an email or send me an email, Ross at com. Other than that, good luck, everybody. I don't, know, I don't know what you're betting right now. Maybe Steve's WNBA, but whatever you're betting, hope you win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever
1: podcasts can be found.